Hello and welcome to everybody listening. This is Balancing the Act, a podcast that focuses on how you manage your job and make sure you travel. In this podcast, you will hear stories from people who were willing to take a leap of faith and believe in their ideas. Each podcast will leave you educated and leave you with a unique life lesson. Welcome to Balancing the Act. In the last episode, I spoke to Unni, who's done a chiller vacation in Goa. Today, I have with me a special guest, Dawal Doshi, who works on two parallel careers. One, a marketing professional and an entrepreneurial leader. And two, a teacher of leadership and marketing in various schools. He currently heads the digital front of Gold Gym India. Uh, hi, Dawal. Uh, thank you for uh, taking out your time and uh, speaking to me today. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, pleasure to be here. I speak to people who have one profession, you have two. Can you tell us how you made this path and how it is today for you in this lockdown, in this pandemic? Sure, that's very kind of you to say that I have two professions, but uh, the reality is that I see them as two vocations that, that I am very passionate about. While I have done my MBA from an American university and I have a BMS degree, I also have a diploma in cyber law. The reality is that I personally believe we are all educated rather, but underqualified. So I have always been excited about the digital space since I was a web developer of sorts. Uh, if you reckon the Boston's Institute days, it was an institute which competed with an IIT and I actually, that's where I actually learned HTML and web development. From there on, whatever excited me was around that space. So while I did my BMS, while I did my marketing, those were more like means to an end and the end being doing something exciting in a domain that's that's ever evolving and i think that's how i think that's where my passion comes from to say that i'm not only interested in implementing new things every day whether it's digital marketing tech e-commerce but i think my other vocation of teaching helps me keep myself abreast of that so every time i take on an assignment that allows me to expose myself to a subject area whether it's leadership marketing or digital it's always been to a new audience i have trained and worked with entrepreneurs with early stage startups i continue to do that and also with seasoned professionals with 15 20 18 years of experience and in that context i think one is feeding into the other the more i practice the more i learn the more i teach the more i learn and and it works both ways in fact it's interesting that i can draw parallels here where i have hired people from courses like upgrad where people have actually done the course there and have hired people from there for my practitioner career whether i am a digital marketing head somewhere whether i am a head of digital right now at gold gym or whether i am working as as a freelancer on on a project so with so many feathers in your cap how do you gauge success and how do you term your life as successful or not well as a gujarati by heart money plays a very key role in my life and as as you might have figured that when you have so many years of experience and you have two parallel careers it often times helps the measure of success is 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 very very closely linked to how wasted you get at the end of the day and still be happy and say that okay you know what it was a grind but it was worth it because i think i learned something from it and and then the byproduct is that the money comes into your bank account I mean, no journey is is not filled with any hardships. But the function of those those hardships are a whether you are interested in that, because if you're interested and passionate, it just becomes a bit easier. I do feel as an individual that I have not reached my potential yet. So at an individual level, I do feel 
that the position right now that I'm holding at at Golsim India is is very important to me because I think it's sort of culminating my experiences over a period of years. I know the hardships is what people talk about, but the sweetest memory of you being an entrepreneur. I think I think freedom. is the keyword right and not to force fit it into the context of this podcast but the reality is that freedom in many ways right so one could say that freedom to travel or freedom in terms of time but i think it's it's not just that it's a bit deeper than that meaning if you are an entrepreneur or if you are in an organization where you have the ability to be entrepreneurial the freedom comes from the fact that you are able to see the light of the day you are able to see rather the vision being implemented and and that vision is something that's a very vague idea in your head which is slowly coming into play and i think if you are able to do that and envision that then the freedom and of sense of accomplishment you get out of that is tremendous let me give you a very another simple example which which when i went for my honeymoon i was doing my agency business all i did was i carried a tablet and i could actually review graphics on it review content on it and i could just do that the team was working on stuff and and i know banks were checks were still rolling rolling into the company and i could enjoy the freedom that i had like to reach that level and to reach that process you need to build a great company you need to build a great culture you need to build a great team you need to start showing money in the bank account to be able to enjoy those things so what is the best travel adventure that you did and who did you do it with and what was it when i am having my my vacation it has to be good right like i need to stay in a good hotel i need to have good food i need to have good service and and that's how i have basically defined my travel as having said that one great adventure that i would love to share with you is my trip to rajasthan I think for me that's been very close to my heart because that was one of the most adventurous and the most fun trips and ironically it was not just because of luxury it was a bit of that but it was two specific destinations that we loved going to one of them was Jaisalmer right in the middle of the desert there was a camp and we lived there I still remember the name of the owner Mr Tappu Singh who actually took us on his Volkswagen Polo from the main city all the way inside to the desert and and we had our anniversary then and he he and his team got to know about it and they actually bought a cake for us from from the town and we celebrated it with, with firecrackers and cake right in the middle of the desert and we had the traditional dance we had amazing drinks and we had yummy rajasthani food which was unlike five star food like desi proper food rajasthani food and that whole experience was very very memorable now the second experience that i would like to share in rajasthan was the one at ranthambore right so what we did was before we reached rajasthan we took we first took the train to ranthambore i think the first and last train that i would ever take to be honest with you post marriage i and i am not ashamed to say i'm very spoiled like uh, we went in the train there were cockroaches in the train and it sucked a lot there ranthambore and uh, to reach ranthambore there's only one way you take a flight somewhere and then you go to ranthambore by bus or whatever or you directly take the train to ranthambore it just made sense to us financially let's just go to ranthambore directly by train and then that that's where we started our journey for rajasthan so when we went to ranthambore we spent two nights there 
फॉर मी इट वॉज लाइक ठीक है इट्स लाइक अ जंगल सफारी वी न्यू वॉट वी वर गेटिंग इन टू आई थिंक वॉट हैपन्स इज वेन यू एक्चुअली एंटर इन टू अ सफारी लाइक एंटर द गेट्स ऑफ द जंगल everything changes like you feel you are outside the civil world and you entered like a different planet of sorts right where where the rules of the nature rules of nature are not controlled by humans because guess what this is not san diego zoo this is not sea world this is not a singapore zoo or rani bagh in mumbai this is a forest this is a jungle and the driver tells you that the reality is sir that you are entering an area which is not your area you are going in and you are ensuring that you are meeting them in an environment where they don't feel disturbed now this is very key and very critical to the experience what this means is you are timing yourself as a human being to meet someone who you have always assumed to be lowly way below the food pyramid because man is right up there but you got to respect them so in order to respect them you do two things one is you get up early in the morning second is you come back early before the sun goes down because guess what they can eat you up so when you go in you run right like like the chiefs literally run okay someone gets a tip somewhere and there is this group of drivers the drivers know each other one of the drivers is supposedly the driver isko sab pata rehta hai right like that guy knows everything he knows then that tiger who lives in that area is going to be in that spot okay and they run so then you are sitting in the jeep in the back seat and you are asking your why are they going there like usko pata rahega so hum log bhi uske piche jaate then suddenly ek ke piche ek like all the different different jeeps becomes it, it literally becomes like a like a race like a rally of sorts where one person is going somewhere because they spotted something and then everyone else is are wo log udhar gaye let's go behind them so you actually go there <laughs> and you realize there's nothing there and then you end up seeing a baby deer or something and then you end up thinking where the hell is my tiger and then there is a big tower you can actually go on to that tower so you can see everything around you if you are allowed to so it's crazy and then it starts raining uh, and you and, and you just have your caps on and and the rains are are because of the forest by the way it's not because acu weather told you that it might just it might just spray and go away in some time and guess what if you even if you don't see a tiger you get a glimpse of a big wild elephant maybe maybe even like way way far on the horizon but it still excites you and you know you compare this and and, and this is something very close to my heart which i am which i am beginning to realize while talking with you you compare this with all these animals caged up in zoos right and you realize how sad it is right and then you and then you sort of try to appreciate the process of course of being able to see these people see these animals but at the same time appreciate why it could be so sad for them being in those cages right and and i'm guilty of it i have been to sea world i have been to i have been to san diego zoo I, i'm very guilty of these things but the reality is that as a father now I have consciously made this decision with my wife that I don't want to take my daughter to a zoo. I would rather take her to like the best. Like I, I wouldn't mind spending maybe even if it's just once in a lifetime, twelve, fifteen lakh rupees to take take her to South Africa and show her all the wild animals there, even if the, if it's just once in a lifetime, rather than taking her to all the zoos and all the cities across the world wherever I whenever I go to that city. and and i think that's super important right and and i think my appreciation for this grows even more for this entire adventure of of going into a, a wildlife sanctuary or 
a forest reserve so i think you have learned a lot of lessons while traveling to me as an individual travel is a very family thing so my father always you know did fam- family vacations and took us for holidays whether it meant going two days three days to mahableshwar for the weekend or on in diwali or whether it was it was like a 10 day trip to himachal pradesh but he always took us and it was like a family thing you know all of us went together i would say probably one of the key learnings for me is uh, at an individual level that i i think it it sort of what i have come to realize very recently is that it sort of takes me outside the comfort zone so when i travel it sort of puts me in that space of being flexible being more intuitive being more going with the flow and adapting rather than expecting things to be perfect so i think travel has made me do a little more of that than being in the static environment ho- at home which is very expected versus traveling which is continually putting you in in different situations requiring to adapt requiring to explore new things last thing i want to ask you is what is your advice to young and budding entrepreneurs that have taken this leap of faith give them your two cents of wisdom for their new startup or for their new thing after the pandemic has hit them they've lost their job or something on those lines no so i think there are two things to this to this entire story right one is the fact that we are all living in a very different world right now we are living in a post covid world i'm very i'm very happy to see some of the changes because i come from a digital background so like i am the guy who says video call kar lo milne ki kya zarurat hai and and that has never happened but now that's happening uh second is that is the fact that how do you become independent as an entrepreneur right so the first part is is scary right for all of us right it's a it's a very different world out there but i think the sooner you accept it as the new normal the more successful you will be in the and 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 earlier will you be able to see success compared to your peers for example relationship manager at a bank versus a creative content writer or a videographer right now if you are someone who is a videographer content writer which i think quite a lot of people are especially those who are savvy and who are on linkedin and who are on facebook i think you guys should be grateful about it first right because you can do a lot more than others can second is you need to start looking at how you're going to build your business in a in a solid way and you need to stop kidding yourself it's very difficult to build a business and it's very difficult to grow a business so if you need to put your head down and put that time in sales marketing do it this is the best time to do it brand yourself out go out and do it if you are in a non digital space like simple example again relationship manager at a bank and you are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur you need to get your head out of the sand and you need to stop thinking how a bank operates because let me tell you the banking system is getting overhauled right our banking banks are failing let's be very clear about it most banks are failing there's consolidation happening 10 years down the line i can imagine that there are only probably two or three named private banks and two probably public banks meaning all the other banks are going to get absorbed into each other in a very good time to hunker down and get more shit done you are commuting less you are at home it's a scary environment outside and guess what if there are 100 people out there 90 people are waiting for things to change if you are going to be the one out of that 90 you're going to lose the train be those 10 take on digital be those 10 build shit out right and in that process make the money in that process make goodwill 
बट डोंट ट्राई टू बी एम्बिशियस टू से मुझे दस लाख आना चाहिए नेक्स्ट मंथ इवन इफ यू आर यू नो पुट योर हैंड टू योर हार्ट एंड से इफ यू हैव डन दैट by going outside your comfort zone and still made a lakh rupees you killed it don't try to have long standing quarterly plans this is not the time for that this is the time to play quarter by quarter right or maybe even month on month in some cases and getting things done keep your costs low keep your personal balance sheet low keep your expenses low but at the same time being defensive is fine but if you have been defensive till now great kudos to you but but if you have done that it means you need to also be on the offensive and actually build things and sell thing it's a very good time to take on projects for cheap and then bump it up as you go along in my opinion rapid learning is very underestimated right like you can spend x amount of time every week and over a period of one month be a master at it like i i, I don't think it's it's impossible to do that right and 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 there are hacks for it so for example let's say you want to be a programmer right and you want to do i don't know ruby on rails go on youtube there are hundreds of people doing this shit for free right go to youtube figure out how to get started run or do a small program on it and talk to a friend of yours who's a great programmer probably a cto probably like an engineer who's not doing podcasts uh or who's not doing something else or a creative writer but he's actually an engineering and tell him i learned this I want to be able to do Python programming for friends because I know so many people who want to do it. Can you buddy up with me and help me out and spend I don't know 10% of your time on weekends to help me on this? And can you connect me to two programmers? Guess what? We are now a programming shop, right? I know this sounds too easy, but but the reality is that it's not. And once you get in, you got to do two things in parallel. You got to learn and you got to implement. a lot of people are doing it i'm 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 not here to say that people aren't doing it i'm saying that that is how you do it right like you can't always be that perfect person so i think any entrepreneur today needs to know that and learn that and learn things on on the go and and i think in the pandemic this is even more relevant because we don't know what's coming next that's the reality we really don't know what's coming next it was great speaking to you dawal i think uh, we i learned a lot about entrepreneurship and how to think and to do rather time is what is of the most essence and what we can make most use of in the pandemic and family will always remain first so thank you for talking to me thank you for taking out the time and uh, if i can get your instagram handle i think i will add that as well so people can look at your pictures and uh, reach out to you if they need any help or anything that is up your alley sure follow dhawal great follow dhawal all right thank you so much for dhawal for taking the time out and goodbye This podcast is brought to you by Backpacker Me Instagram handle at Backpacker Me. Follow, share.